Hi guys, this is David Negrin, host of the Script Podcast and executive director of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. I'm excited to announce that we've created a Patreon campaign for the script. Patreon is like a Kickstarter, but it allows you to give ongoing pledges every month and receive ongoing rewards. Of course, the Script Podcast will continue to be free, but we're just asking for a little help. So please, check out all our rewards, join our inner circle. Become a patron of The Script Podcast at patreon.com slash the script. We have dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal. There are people out there that need our help. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh did you want to? Sorry. sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you. Next time. Welcome, this is The Script, podcast for screenwriters, by screenwriters, the deepest story analysis anywhere on the internet. At The Script, we believe story moves pages, story moves product, and story moves people. I'm your host, David Negrin, and tonight, Ghostbusters, the 2016 version. My screenwriters tonight are Christina Leith Malin, Alka Kushalani, and Jeremy Engdahl Johnson. Welcome, guys. Dave. Ghostbusters. We chose four screenwriters because, well, there were four Ghostbusters, right? So right, I guess. I we'll guess. figure out our equivalents oh, who do you before, be? before the... Who oh, do you want to be? I have to be the black one because I'm black. No, you can be you whoever, can be whoever you, you want. want. You start. I want to be the black one. Please You start. can be <laughs> Thor. You can be Thor. Oh, no. I'm, I'm Ernie yeah. Hudson. I'm Leslie Jones. Yay! Or Tywin Lannister. He's in this. Yeah. I'm... Um, if, if I get to choose, it's not Tywin, I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Aykroyd character. Yeah, the Dan Aykroyd cameo. Which would be Kate, Kate. Yeah. Is that a compliment? Backhand a compliment? No. Oh, I actually am I'm interested no. to hear yeah. if we think that they, they if the characters from uh, t- 2016 Ghostbusters sort of paralleled the original. Or if they don't have to map, and that's the beauty of it all. No, no, I mean, you, of course they don't have to. I'm <laughs> curious what they did. So, uh, quickly, the artists, uh, the film is directed by Paul Feig of Bridesmaids, The Heat, and Spy. Uh, he also is a screenwriting credit on it. Um, the other screenwriter is Katie Diphold. She wrote on Parks and Rec and The Heat. Uh, also, she has a cameo as the blonde rental agent in the movie. That was uh, the screenwriter. Nice. Ah. Based on fun. the 1984 film Ghostbusters, directed by Ivan Reitman, written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, starring Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon, yep. Neil Casey, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, Charles Dance, Tywin, and Michael Kenneth Williams, Omar. Omar was in this. <laughs> you gave Omar a, I, hey, you know. Drastically underused. Underused. <laughs> and a lot less uh, lethal. Um, but uh, let's just start off, as we always do in the collective, with our sort of one up, one down. One? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing. First, it was three back in the day. Then well, ten three years at ago, the workshops, but we got four screenwriters tonight, we, and we were trying to get it done on time. It'll be I'm like try- a quarter up, quarter down. Yeah, half, half, half a sentence, half a comment. Who I wants to go leave. first? Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy, why don't you give us your one up, one down on Ghostbusters? I'm, I'm actually prepared for for one up, one down, <laughs> just short form. But I'm I'm going to introduce a concept and, and talk about it on both ends. So uh, we we've got a, a a reboot remake movie here, partially, yeah. And, yeah. and so like I'd like to introduce introduce the reboot remake 
spectrum. And on the ah, low end of okay. the spectrum, okay. you have, and it, like there's three criteria for the spectrum. One is that you honor the original concept. Homage. Two is that you improve on the original concept. Even better. Uh, and three is, is it a good story? Uh, and Excellent. So, so Excellent. bottom end of the spectrum, I'm giving it the Point Break remake, which was none of those three things. Top, <laughs> top end of the spectrum, I'm giving it to like Mad Max, which honored the original concept, improved oh, on it, no. turned it into okay. a feminist, like intense thing, yeah. and and also was a, just a really good crazy own. story. Wait, so stood on its own. Stood on its own. Honors the old. It was and expand mad. improves on the old. It was all mad. those things. So yeah. having introduced so, so that Mad spectrum. Max is a good example. Any other great example? Wait, what about the A Team? Where does that fall? I'm oh, not sure where the, the A Team falls. In the middle. That, in the middle right? that sidecar could go any I, number I of thinking, ways. I, when I was thinking reboots, I was thinking the Star Trek reboot. The first one I thought was excellent. Yeah, it I honored, would put that up it there. It expanded, had its own story. Yeah, I'd put that up there. So as far as where Ghostbusters lies, I think it is further up on the spectrum towards Mad Max. I don't yes. think that it's a great story. But I think that it, it honored the original, maybe a little too much. We can talk more about that. Um, I think that it improved on it in the sense that the female cast was was awesome and fun, and it took it in so many different new directions. And the story was a little, like, whatever, but on I'm not even own, sure yeah. how much we needed it. So um, that, that's kind of where I am with my one-up, one-down. Right okay, on. that was just, like, a conceptual, like, one-up, one-down. I like you want to be more did. specific in yours? Yeah, I'm going to go with Do it. plot. There we go. For my one up, one down. So I think that um, I, I think that we saw these uh, women who I'm going to say two two ups because there were two things that were really important to me. Okay. So we the saw these women who were really into their work. You know, it was like I think an undercurrent that really um, passed the Bechdel test of course yeah. and um i love that idea i love the idea of women you mean they were really into their work as supernatural scientists yeah, yeah. Okay, they okay. were like you know unapologetically in their work there weren't like romantic or too romantic subplots you know what i mean it's yeah. like it was really Slimer's about romance. these women and yeah. their relation their <laughs> relationship to yeah <laughs> and Sorry, no 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 worries and then um the down is I just felt like I had never got. Now this is this could be like also a fault of the original, which I did not love, like many people. But I never get figured out. Get, get out of here! Come on, the original is a classic. You know what? It's a classic, but it's a classic Gosh, that's a hot mess. It's like it was never. Oh, let no. me tell you, we never know why this is mission critical, right? To see, like this, the, the end of the world is not like. They, they said Armageddon in this movie. I know, but it's like it's so vague. Cats and dogs, dogs living, living together. together. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Mass okay. hysteria. What I'm saying <laughs> is you never kind of get like what the deal is with the ghosts and why they are like hell bent on taking over or emerging from yeah. wherever they've been. It, they're I not mean, actually that big a threat in this movie. They don't. It doesn't actually feel like that. End, one end though is really tall. Like he was so tall. He was taller than any float at like Macy's day. That was that, that was, know, scary. That was the trouble. stripy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay, interesting. Yeah. So I felt like th these are my big. Wait, Christina. Thanks. So wait, how you guys have structures to your ups and downs? I just started scribbling, and now I'm all lost. Okay, I'm gonna go, go on it. character. Okay. And I have many of them, but I'll just say um, the 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 one set up is 
Leslie Jones. I liked what she did. I liked um, her performance. I thought it was true to an MTA worker. I felt it was believable. Having been in few films and being mostly a stand-up comedian, I bought her role, and I felt like she wasn't Ernie Hudson, but she was a New Yorker. Totally. Um, One down. I'm just going to... Check off. That's great. I think I think the, I, I didn't even get that much that, that that she was the New York heart, and 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 that's one of the things that I loved about the original Ghostbusters is a lot about New York. Yep. And her being an MTA worker is the heart in New York. That's mm-hmm. right. And Ernie in the original movie is like he's, the guy who says, "I love this town." Yeah, you know, he, he's the heart of yeah. the the yeah. Because that's wasn't a great comment. A paranormal, so he had to find his way to fit in, and it was the city. Like yeah. he brought the city to them, and so does she. Right. She even says, "I I know the I know the, uh, the city. I know the, city. the hotels. I know the, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then my one down. Um, which one do I pick? Um, Kristen Wiig. I felt she was one dimensional, and she's so good. I just felt like they didn't explore her as a a, a more layered character than they could have. They just made her smart, but that wasn't. That, Kristen Wiig has done so much. Okay. I was left kind of hanging. She was still funny, but you're saying she's she was so polished funny. She's she's been in the industry long enough. She knows how to nail a joke. Yeah, yeah. And that was my biggest. If you see the split between the sets, that was kind of what I put. You have McCarthy and Wig, who are just polished comedians. They can knock it out of the park. And with Feg, it was it was a given. Then you have the newbies, Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones, are a little bit rough around the edges. And my biggest my biggest down was that. They haven't quite got their footing on the group chemistry yet. I mean, but they, you know, she was the only one with, like, backstory, right? True. I mean, That's you hear the story about their, her. Their friendship in the book. Yeah, they're, yeah, they've got a history, you know, those two. Yep. But you also hear the story, the origin story of why she's in this business, right? She's this person who is, um, like visited by a ghost when a she's child. very young yeah. and people make fun of her and she goes into this kind of study of the paranormal in spite of or maybe because and, of and, and, and I think ju- that's, to that's your po- satisfying and to your point about not the film not having uh, a real point that should have been the heart of it it should uh, have been to vindicate her uh, as a scientist and to to vindicate you know it would be interesting if she got visited or was able to confront that ghost who stood over her as a child and have some closure with that. Oh, yeah, that would have really worked. That would have been, you know, brought a heart back to it. Because as it, as it was, we heard about the story in the beginning. We heard about the friendship. And uh, yep. uh, Melissa McCarthy is the only one who believed in her. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of it, she, in a, in a, like a really quick, you know, third ending, she goes and saves Melissa McCarthy because they're friends. But there wasn't that heart. The, the really heartstring uh, connection. Yeah, they didn't yeah. satisfy that tension that they kind yeah. of set up. Where yeah. these, uh, they, the, I thought, oh my the gosh, they're poss- going to do like character work it, in Ghost. Yeah, the only possible like, character with, arc. Yeah, that would have been worthwhile. But they have this like moment, like this Persephone myth moment at yeah. the end, right, where she goes into Hades essentially and she pulls her out. I think, yeah, I think calling it a Persephone moment is like the nicest thing you could say about it. <laughs> like oh, I thought on. it was like Gandalf and the Balrog. Remember when <laughs> yeah, he's falling yeah. down there, he, he has to fight the guy head. through the air. I mean, it was like, all right, fly. You Plus, fools. she had the she had a wire tied around herself. As a poltergeist, uh, it, it, it was a poltergeist reference for yeah, sure, right? Yeah, for sure. it was. It was. Yeah, but with it was less something. blood, <laughs> less gory. Well, but they tried. Though. They tried to narc. You know, yeah. they they gave you a beginning and an end uh, and nothing in between. But they, yeah. So that's right. They, we didn't have the actual. Um, no, it was. It just wasn't satisfying. 
It was fun. Yeah, but the, uh, ish. I think oh, the, what's your one up I was going to say that the arc wasn't uh, there because we didn't get recognition, the Aristotelian recognition of of her uh, of her pain, and then the 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 dealing with the pain. Anyway, my one up, one down. Um, I really my big up is that putting these, um, you know, some of our best comics in the world together into one show it could almost yeah. go wrong it really could go wrong but their oh. banter sort of the in-between banter really worked for me um one of the things you got to judge a comedy on and this is a you know this is an you know an action comedy but it, it's more of a comedy with action than say deadpool or um guardians of the galaxy um, and you got to judge it on its comedy. So I thought there was a lot of, there were several levels of comedy by these women who um, all have, you know, everyone was on SNL, yep. either as a cast member or as a host. Yep. Um, Kate McKinnon is one of my favorite uh, comedians. Amazing. She's incredible. Um, and their banter, there were there several sort of themes of their jokes. They had very... A basic incidental comedy, right? That's kind of the sketch and improv tradition. That's like the Pringles joke. I remember laughing out loud of that, or like everyone. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yes. The joke with Kevin the guy at, at, at who has the middle fingers, right? Uh, <laughs> like that was just ridiculous. Wasn't that Jimmy it's, Fallon's uh, side side guy? Is that is mm -hmm. that who it is? Okay, I didn't recognize that comic. Yep. Um, a spray painting the ghost post, the spray painting thing. Um, oh, with the hot dog in the house. The, yeah. The, the web design. Yeah, and then <laughs> Ke Kevin being incompetent. So that sort of incidental comedy. Then, but then you also had um, the ghost-related comedy, and then you had sort of the R-rated humor. There was there was one or two like R-rated implied but was, moments. But it was PG, right? It was PG. It was PG. He was, was that PG. was the director feeling a little penned in a little bit, right? I he think had so. To, he had I to come back to yes. what he normally does. I mean, Bridesmaid yeah. is squarely right. R, right? Square no, R. And the R. heat. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, th these are great female-driven uh, comedies. But this is icon iconic family movie. But yes. This is a broad comedy, and, and that's why... But, so. but So I... You know, at first, I was... I will say I was, like, half disappointed that these these comedians couldn't do their full sort of... Bodiness. Uh, yeah, bodiness. No or, snark, but, no or the snark or the you know, all kinds of they didn't have all their tools. Nope. Um, but they still were able to keep um, uh, a a banter yep. and a, a, a connection that in between the plot entertained me. And I liked seeing them all together and I thought Kate McKinnon was amazing, like every time she opened her mouth. Which is like anytime she opens her mouth anytime. Like in SNL, like my favorite sketch of the year <laughs> the is, is, the, is the alien abduction or the mermaid, or yeah. the mermaid sketch. Incredible. Pretty, pretty awesome. um, my one down. So I, I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm conflicted <laughs> because I do have a little bit of a list. But no, my one down, I think, is when they chain. No, okay. My biggest down is they didn't put the dance routine in the movie. They did. No, they put it in the credits, okay? They hit a lot of stuff in the credits. Really? It was yes. It was a really? Lot That's your down, David? I wanted that. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Okay, because, because that, what that... paid off. Because also what, known what as that a goes punt. To, my one down is what, a punt. What, what, <laughs> no, what no, no, no. There's yeah. so much one, wrong with I'm this I'm not even movie. finished. Just I'm not finished because it, <laughs> it goes to what you were saying earlier as a, as a reboot needs to reinvent. That and is and a this, key flaw. this film 
didn't do enough reinvention number. of Ghostbusters. And to put a a musical, like, possessed sort of uh, Michael like Jackson meets, thriller, yeah, thriller, like, moment. Also, if we go through the structure, the second half of the second act didn't have a lot of conflict in it. So if you could put the four Ghostbusters in the middle of, you know, a dance scenario that they might have to dance their way out of, I thought there was huge opportunity lost there. But so overall, though, my one down is that the reinvention, it's, it wasn't enough to take to make all four female Ghostbusters. That wasn't, an, that's not a reinvention. That's just a, it's a variation. Um, there wasn't too, enough reinvention for me, although they, there are great moments and I'll, I'll definitely speak to them. Well, but all in all, it didn't feel like a full reinvention. And I think they tried to insert some reinvention by um, playing up the fun and games a little bit. And one of the things that I think, is, you know, we talk about how there are rules of a world. Yeah. And in the original movie, it was pretty clear. It's like there's ghosts, they're a threat to New York City. We're going to catch them by like wrapping these kind of crazy laser lassos around them and then putting them in a trap. That's kind of how we understand. And, what, but, and what's the jeopardy of the original ghosts? What's the rules of jeopardy? Yeah. You get slimed, you know, they terrorize people. Yes, that's uh, it. It's, it's And then the much... final one, Zool, was going to destroy the world. Yeah, there's yeah, always someone who's going to destroy the world. Right. But so in this new version, you kind of have some of that, and it's, in, you know, they're going to, of course, invoke that. Uh, but then there's all these other ways. And and so Kate McKinnon's character is great. She's kind of like Q and James Bond at the Love same time. Yeah, I definitely thought she, she was Q. She comes up with all the that's devices, plus she's the biggest badass in the whole group. Yeah. And that's cool. But what she comes up with are all these new ways of killing ghosts. There's like a uh, like a you know log shredder, shredder apparently. Fantastic. There's you know there's a grenade. There's you know all these new things. Yeah. Some some of them you can just pop and they'll just so and they tried to come up with grenade, like new yeah. new ways to end the conflict. But I don't know that that was where the play should have happened. No, see, see what you that's those are the moments where yeah. they did reinvent. All right, mm -hmm. they, there's a couple of things they did do well. They had new tech and they had new ghosts. True. Right. Okay. But the tech only goes so far, right? Because it's just uh, uh, it's it's barely a plot point. And the ghosts, while we had new ghosts, yep. um, they didn't have any personality yeah. except for the main guy. Uh, and I have a big problem with that because he switched, he jumped into Thor's body halfway through the movie. It was way better oh, when he got into Thor's body. Thor. No, well, here's the thing. What's, what's, what we're missing in the center, you guys kind of just touching upon it, is the fact that one of two things should have happened. Either Bill Murray's character should have lasted longer. <laughs> and she Bill Murray should have been no, in the she movie. she should have had a resolve that she was more important than impressing him. So to extend her arc... Or you need a real life. Okay, Bill. Or maybe Murray write him a couple of jokes. for Sigourney Weaver, and they had a little bit of a love canoodle. Then, but all so the, these were cameos. They, they were not playing the characters no, from I'm the original there films. There was no stake yes. for Kristen Wiig, mm -hmm. so she just kind of floated and said cute things to Kevin. But they didn't canoodle. And then her boss got killed in two oh, seconds. Right, right. So you didn't have the anywhere end of for it, her to go. Right. At the end of it, Bill Murray and, and Sigourney, and Sigourney Weaver they to kiss date. and they go out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we didn't have a love interest really. No, all we had that. was the friendship. We no, had, I the didn't need the love the story. That's I fine. think then keep Bill Murray because then she she had I called the conflict between like am I showing off for my peers or am I really a scientist? Yeah, that was the two. I think you have a big problem with the villain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that's a good disgruntled Rowan? little guy. Rowan. Rowan. Janitor. So like your antagonist named Rowan. He's a misanthropic janitor. Okay. And is that satisfying? 
like on its own. For other janitors around the world, I I'm think not, it was. I'm not saying they can't be, but I'm saying like, what was his deal? Why he was just like talking nonsense? So I'm gonna break the barrier. I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna clean it. I'm gonna clear Have it. You know, we had other like, disenfranchised what is your deal? villains that we accepted as being kind he of. He was just spouting generic but bullshit. Ghost, Ghostbusters okay. has a, a history of, of of both really good villains and really bad. Like so you're Zool, talking about Ghostbusters too? Like Zool was really good, but the, the like the in Ghostbusters the one, the guy in the photograph and like was it the Met or the yeah or the, the, uh, it was Met yeah it was yeah. The, or MoMA I can't remember no, which museum he was in but he was like Vigo was Vigo. the guy Vigo was the guy in the painting yeah, in the second horrible. one and like the painting would bleed and it's like oh Vigo he's coming for us and he was terrible Vigo, Rowan looked like Vigo Try like Rowan was janitor version that's of Vigo like that's yeah. that's a little bit of a problem I yeah think. I it wasn't agree. even a Bobby Brown I mean this soundtrack. is the You're problem right. with there the original no, too no right real... I mean it's like it looms large over this right so You've got like, but they didn't solve a lot of the problems with the original. With the original, they were still, it was like very loosey goosey and like Sigourney Weaver in this like fabulous dress on, in this penthouse <laughs> that was blowing up around and a great her. 80s very hair. lovely You know, dress. I mean, yeah. it was like, but what was that was about? Ma- you know, Mackie, when you think about it, like, what the hell was she doing up there just kind of like. It was the 80s. And then it was like Rick Moranis. But there was a general contempt for any reality in the, in the 80, <laughs> 84 version. I mean, it was like. Bill Murray didn't care. He's just like, oh yeah, there's ghosts. Oh yeah, what's up? You know, yeah, yeah. Dance with this girl. That's all that matters to me. Like, yeah. hey, the you difference know? between this, the the '80s version and this version is at the end when they did the credits and they all broke the fourth wall. They were in on the joke. The, these girls were not kind of in on the joke. They kept the the other thing straight. about the yeah. original and we talked about Jeopardy earlier. They don't the Ghostbusters in the first film. They don't know that there's any real danger at all until. Like the third sure. act ending, where they're like, "By the way, you know, Gozer and Zool are gonna destroy the world." And then they're like, "Really? We're not just messing around yeah. here, you know?" And and that gave them an extra goofiness throughout the whole thing, where yeah. they could continue to make jokes. And I think, again, in the new version in our movie tonight, the Jeopardy wasn't. We didn't know, you know, you know, uh, Jeopardy's about what's what's the worst thing that could happen? The stakes, yeah. right? The worst. What is the worst thing that could have happened? Until until we had like the big tall ghost guy at the end, it was, you know, they were just chasing down ghosts and not doing very well. In fact, there's no ghosts in the second half of the second act. They disappeared for a while. Yeah, the, the big guy at the end. By the way, I like that the the logo the was like personified and grew to be as tall as the Empire State Building. That, that was, was a great. nice antagonist. At yes, the end. It, that was it, Rowan's it, best form. Yes, but it was. Yeah, I like that. But it, it certainly wasn't a reinvention. It was. It was. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. After we'd already seen two. the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, like Great 12 minutes previously. Great homage yeah, to Stay Puffed. Yeah, was. absolutely. Well, Christina said what? something. Okay. You said something though. Um, you, you said that they they didn't break the third, the fourth wall, but they they did in a few times. There was some kind of allusions to trolls and people trolling them online. And there's this whole online yes. controversy. Okay, but yes. that's still and online. That's still within the. Well, but it was very meta, and I like it was meta. That. It was, it meta. was yeah, like yeah. very. There was some like self awareness, and that's why I also feel like this is comedy horror, David. Comedy Going back horror, to, which has this no. kind of self reflexive. It has a self reflexive nature, you know, like where you're looking at something. Now it is more comedy than horror, kind but it's scream ish. Yeah, when you're looking at yourself like from These above, you know, horror. and it's yeah. in those oh, moments like with the where they're reading the comments, ain't no women gonna 
fight no ghosts. Right, you know, or whatever the, ghosts. You know. Yeah, that was the comment on Reddit or something. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I mean, I think it's it, that is where it's it, it, it's the best because I feel like it becomes really of this time yeah. Yeah. rather than that time. Well, and it's yeah, it's sure. why I think this movie will be actually more important than it probably should have been. Uh, I mean, it could have just been a, a reboot of the concept, but it's I would group this movie alongside movies like The Interview that somehow like. Uh, inadvertently became socially significant so, yeah. and so it's become this it's this lightning rod for misogyny and and now racism today because Leslie Jones like quit Twitter over yeah, yeah. all yeah. the stuff that she was experiencing yeah. and but it's it's like from the moment that it was announced people have been very angry yeah. about what they see as a bastardization of the oh, Ghostbusters yeah, concept which yeah, is it ridiculous yeah. it was the best thing that about falls the under the same thing as like we got to take our country back uh, well, you know, or or you know, the war on Christmas. It's make like, Ghostbusters great again, David. Yeah, make Ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If only. That, it's 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 such a it's it's oh. it's right. It's such code I'm words. On t-shirt. I don't yeah. know why it's considered great. Can I, I can. just say that? Like <laughs> the original, this one. I really and I really wanted to like make this one. I mean, this one hits again. my buttons much yeah. more than wow. the original, right? Well, but it's like it's not great. It's like why did we need this? What, the other one. It is great. The it first is one's great. great. Come on. It's, so, it's but look, they, they, to me, the, 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 there is there, these four comedians. <laughs> these four I want com- a sequel. I want a sequel. It's Absolutely getting a sequel. sequel. It's, it's already been happening. announced. Already I think announced. It's gonna, yeah, it's these happening. four comedians have done much edgier social commentary comedy oh, than true. in this film. This but is this true. is a broad film. Right, this is PG rated. Let's and make it rated R. Right, next they time. can't do Amy Schumer. Um, you know, sketch comedy yep. about why a forty-year-old actress True. is no longer fuckable in Hollywood, right? They can't do edgy comedy about that, right? They can't do the the um, the Did football really town the football town night sketch from Amy Schumer, right? So then, I don't um, but they're you know just by being uh, uh, just by fact that it's four women taking out a major franchise. In the middle of summer. In the middle of summer, summer blockbuster. And if you're that's groundbreaking that. itself. And if you're gonna see yeah. that crap, why not? Stop why not crap. a little Melissa McCarthy, a little yeah. Kristen Wiig, a little yeah. Kate McKinnon, think Leslie good. Jones? They're gonna yes. get their stride. The only thing I say for the sequel, which is, I think we all tapped on it in different ways, is that I, do you guys remember the first Ghostbusters where when all the shit hit the fan? They were interacting with the, the people on the street a lot more. Like yes. someone would get scared out of a toilet or a trash can. I feel That's like my that second. Enough. That is totally my second down. Actually, I was gonna go yeah. there, which is one of the best parts of Ghostbusters One for me is how New York it is. Okay, yeah. New York is a character. The third, yeah. the halfway through the movie, the antagonist becomes the EPA and uh, the the bad guy from Die Hard. Uh, uh, oh, and <laughs> like, the taxi, and he yeah, turns around. Right, right, yeah. right. He, Walter homage. Peck comes in, yes, and he's like, you know, the EPA that. wants to test out their ghost containment system, and uh, and then the, they go to the mayor's office, and then the Ghostbusters, because the mayor uh, accepts their side of the story, become part of the New York City sort of municipal uh, uh, first responders. It's the police and it's the firemen yeah. and, it's the, like and it's the hero, Ghostbusters and heroes. they become New yep. York heroes, yep. right? Yeah. It was so a like, much more cynical government. We had Andy Garcia as kind of like, you know, you know, we've always been at war with Eurasia. That's we've great. never yeah. been at great, war with but, East Asia. Yeah, like, and that, you know, that's important for another reason, but I wanted more of the New York heart the feel, in it. Yeah. So that, because Ghostbusters won, it felt like they were saving New York. 
Well, right? In this, this one, did we get that feel? Yeah, they're in Times Square. Yeah. Because you didn't articulate, no. like, why was this important? Yeah. What was going on? It wasn't founded on anything. You but know? I think the first, and neither was the first one. The I mean, first act, was the though, like, the, you know, Leslie Jones, when she's still MTA and she's fighting ghosts, like, mm -hmm. you know, and there's the great line, like, you know, he's going to Queens. He's only going to, like, the third worst thing on that train. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's right. There's hey, some hey, good yeah. New York humor yeah. Yeah. in there. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, and, and they tried to grab it, but they couldn't quite. You know, the scene that I think is indicative of the whole thing is in the first movie, there's this great scene where Rick Moranis, like, runs up to the restaurant, I think it's in Central Park, and he's uh, like yeah, freaking out to Tavern. Yeah, he's, he runs up to Tavern. Tavern's green, he's being, yeah, so you know what better than <laughs> I do. And he's, he's being possessed. Yes. And so they, they invoke this, and, and, and then the rich, people go, the rich people go and back to eating. eating. Yeah. 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 yeah, but so that was very original and just like but kind of like turning New York on its head. In the restaurant, that was the homage to that. Well, they tried to do it, and it and they tried it in homage, but it wasn't original. It just felt like, it felt hackish and kind of like you're subservient to the original concept. Like, I, I appreciated they were trying that hard, but they didn't need to try that hard. They could have come up with a new way of turning it on its own. Where were what, these three? These I, the liked, I liked the way they had to kind of, like, carry her out. Well, that part she was still funny. held on that to part was I funny. mean, like, I, I thought that was, like, a very signature Kristen Wiig comedy That's moment. That's her. Well, here's the know? thing. But do you remember the original scene? Because you're not as versed in the... No, I don't, don't take remember. away her. I'm her not. I'm just saying. There's, no, there's no I, I got a lot of the cameos. I got the true. cameos, but so I'm not a super cameoed. fan. Even the bust of Harold Ramis was cameoed. Yes, that Harold Ramis had to be in it too. Right, yep. all the original cast was in it. Even yep. the bust, right? Yep. So, in by, in speaking of the Ramis, there's a Daniel Ramis that shows up. Uh, in the IMDb credits, I, I can't find his picture. But Might be related. Nepotism. Maybe. Anyway, That's just nice. saying, just saying. Well, whatever. How okay. Ramis is <laughs> is comedy royalty. Um, so the the role of the government in this um, was actually, flat. and it's subtle. I don't know how many got this. Was for me the strongest feminist comment in this film is the government mm -hmm. telling them that. We you we can't let you take credit for the work you're doing, and oh, they do the this yeah, they yeah, do yeah, this yeah, again yeah. and again, More right? Than three yeah. times, right? And over. so sort of by the end of it, it's like okay, well we can't help for you from taking credit. Everybody knows you did it, yep. and then it's like I heart Ghostbusters all over oh, New York City. Oh, so that was yeah. to me was the the role of the of the mayor's office played that antagonism, and so that that there was there was it's not you know super edgy social commentary but it was more broad social commentary and yeah. and that made the the city the uh, yeah, the mayor's office you know relevant to some degree but i don't know okay, i have a we gotta, one comment yes, you, you go and then we're going to do structure a comment and a half okay um two things i feel like a lot of the things we might be blaming on the women and i think the, if i didn't sound like i love the women i love the women i felt like maybe the editing pacing and the punching of the jokes was too hard like um, the Leslie Jones, where she takes her takes her down, and she goes, "I compel you." There yeah. was like a, there was a stop pause. If I was beating the shit a ghost out of you, I would not stop pause. I would probably be beating you so much they would have to yank me off of you, and that joke would land better. But it was okay, like noted. it was like a Christina hit. I would beat I the shit out of you I mean, for your own sake. It was funny, but and, it was punched but it was, weird. It was punched be well because five. Uh, I don't know if that's editing or just direction well that the whole third act was struggling for i mean it, they they fell into the hole that so many movies have fallen into just the you know cgi wrestling match at the end 
Yeah. And it just doesn't make any sense. It was and such a but hot a, mess. No, but a man could do that, and we would we would buy it. If Bruce Willis were up there, we might be like, because that's Bruce Willis. No, I mean, Bruce but Willis has botched a, those, those. I think people had a problem he, struggling with Yeah, he makes all fact. kinds of bad no. one-liners. Yes, and, but Leslie Jones did a great job with her one-liners. I'm the question. It's I like, it you know, in like a regular superhero movie that you would see in the summer. Okay, and I'm there's a genuine question because I don't see those movies, okay? Yeah. But wouldn't it end up in the same like third act soup that we see here very much where yep. it's just yeah. like a lot of explosions it just and effects the final and it's fight just an extravaganza so, uh, of a triple ending stuff, yeah yeah you know the so it's like it is down. just it is following the convention of the summer movie blockbuster you know yeah, i mean it did and and and, uns- and an unsurprising third act right the third act yeah. where we get the confrontation mm-hmm. for me had it turned into a dance off that you would have been that would have been a surprising off. third act. Ay, Dios. It was a film called Silver Linings uh, Playbook. Okay, <laughs> where we you, had like this weird dance off in the cowboy. Middle. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people have been calling for replacing a Hemsworth with uh, Channing Tatum, so that uh, yeah, would have yeah, allowed yeah, for your yeah, dance off much dan- more cleanly. Right, right. No, to Step the crowd, up. there was too much Hemsworth. It, really? It was I overkill. I think Hemsworth oh. was the MacGuffin, just skipping ahead to uh, structure. Oh it was funny, We have to do structure, well, guys. Okay. I didn't miss Channing let's, Tatum. Let's do Me real neither. quick. Um, we're going to do basic structure stuff. Everybody has structure tonight, right? Yeah. Yep. That's great. You guys did your homework. Sometimes. Um, I'm going to start with, uh, I just want to do basic. I want to do inciting incident, break into two, B story. Uh, name a couple fun and games. Our midpoint, which is important to figure out. Bad guys close in. All is lost, break into three. This is the Blake Snyder beat sheet. Uh, a lot of people use it as an outlining uh, technique for writing three-act structure into screenplays. Uh, guys, what was our uh, inciting incident for Ghostbusters? The mansion. The mansion. Yeah, I, I would say it's when Ed Begley shows up at Columbia University with the book that uh, Kristen Wiig's character has written with Melissa McCarthy's character and says, I need your help. Like, for the mansion, you know, with this mansion. Okay. I think. Does that work for you? Yeah, the mansion was what I had down. Yeah, the mansion, meeting the ghost, and then, you know, it becoming a mission. Yeah. So then the break into two, uh, our, I guess I, that makes our antagonist Kristen Wiig's character, Aaron, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Our break into two? Yep. Anyone who's not, who wants to break into two? I called it the first call from the theater manager, Michael McDonald, because that's when they actually had to start doing something. Like that was a, I don't I, agree. That, that's no. not active. That's no. not really. Aaron needs to be active. I think when they lose their jobs, and the, you know, everyone is kind of out on their asses, and the question is what's next, and they decide to kind of band together, find this office. Yeah. yeah. Where the original. Yeah, they uh, go into business. That was funny. The same, yeah. It's the same break into two yeah. as the as original movie. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's funny because they go to the firehouse and then they can't afford the firehouse. Yeah. 21K. So yeah. That's a nod to New York so, yeah. today. You know, yeah, I mean, like, that is a... Yeah. Hmm. And, and, you know, any, any of you been to that? Firehouse I have before. several times. Yeah. It's down it's in on, Tribeca. Yeah, I love it's it. on the west side. Like, yeah. you know, it's... It's known as the Ghostbusters firehouse. Nothing else. Yeah, and it's... I mean, I don't actually think they could have afforded Chinatown either, by the way, but, you know, just... It was a cool. Did, I, this might be obscure, but did anyone watch the Ghostbusters cartoon? I think sorry to was, say, I did. I think there was a Chinatown set uh, setting in the Ghostbusters cartoon. That I was really, a Slimer, right? Uh, Slimer was a huge character in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was um, kind of friendly, right? Uh, yeah, he became a friend. He's in part that. of yeah. the group. Um, so that works. B story. This is a question mark. 
Now, B story is supposed to interact with the A story. It's supposed to play a role in our midpoint, and it's supposed to break into th help us break into three with our A story. So, what would you guys put for B story? I Maybe think go ahead. You first. Okay, I think it's the weirdo janitor. The misanthropic janitor is the B story. Okay, Rowan. Rowan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's. I, I'll agree with you. What do you I, think? I was going to say, and, and it's, I struggle to call it a B story because it's, it's almost an internal arc, but it's this whole um, question of credibility that they have, which is embodied by the mayor's office. And just like if they're going to get credit, if they're going to be allowed to market this, like uh, kind of everything, all the headwinds that are going against them to kind of get into business, and they all seem to circle around credibility. Yeah. But that's, that's a real that is a weird subplot. B story. Is it, a sub it is a subplot, maybe a C or D, but I don't think that it plays in because for what I have is the midpoint. It doesn't play in as part of the main the a story it doesn't cross as much fair i'm fine with that i had the the two friendships the friendship the kind of the the wanting fame versus yeah. wanting science and how the because there was no love story so yeah. i looked at the relationship between the two okay, women actually, it was trying to build you, you know what i agree if you guys combine the the uh the subplot of credibility and the friendship and the third ending, because we have like three here, that could be that could be uh, the subplot it's, that supports ending three. Kind of the the intellectual yeah. exercise the behind the all this, line. and the the bylined yeah. you know yeah. book about crazy supernatural stuff. Yeah. And, Absolutely, and that yeah. that. But then you have a, another subplot with Rowan, the the uh, misanthropic yeah. museum worker, which kicks off um, the 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 conflict with. Uh, the vortex and the ghosts. I mean, th this is the bigger conflict: is letting the ghosts loose in the city with his machines, and then the final confrontation with the with the the big ghost. Um, stay mini, stay 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 less puffed. Yeah. You know, ghost exactly. guy. So, I think that actually you guys make a great point that the B there's kind of two Bs because we have two sort of midpoints and we have two sort of endings. So I like that breakdown. Um, what uh, a couple fun and games? Why don't you kick? A, you know, I'll start with the the first set piece is Patty getting chased by the subway ghost. Yeah. Then they move into the Chinese food place. They hire the assistant, um, and then Patty becomes part of the team. Mm -hmm. And they go to the subway again, and they try to catch that ghost. That's the first time they try to catch ghosts as Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, any other fun and games? One of the things that was interesting is it felt like they kind of spread the fun and games out throughout. Like, typically, if you think about fun and games, a classic, we talked about Q already in James Bond, yeah. but, like, the Q scene would happen at the beginning of the second act, so you could kind of introduce all these fun toys. Yeah. But they, they had fun and games at the beginning of the second act, and then they had it kind of at the end of the second act. Like, she introduces all these other toys late in the second I act. Would, I, would, I would argue that the... Um, the, the fun in games are the building of the first proton pack and testing it, and then the introducing of the new toys is what they sometimes call as gearing up, right? Okay. For okay. the for the for the second half, right? Where this is where Rambo gets all the guns finally, and now he's kicking butt because he only had a knife for the first half. Now he's got some guns. So, but uh, I think it breaks down that way. And fun in games, bad guys close in. Any other fun in games? I think the big thing. Plot point in the fun and games is the metal show, right? Yep. Yeah. Where he goes Demon. into where they are actually called to go and capture a ghost, 
and uh, that thing's going crazy in the audience yeah. of this like show. And anybody did spot like the rocker? That? Who was the rocker? Ozzy, Ozzy. Osbourne. Oh, Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy's Come in the on. corner. Yeah, he was in the main guy, but he makes yeah. a comment. Yeah. yeah. What did what did what were you saying, Christina? Did anyone like that rock show? How'd you uh, feel about it? It was it was pretty predictable. The one thing I liked was that scene where with Leslie Jones has the thing on her head and she I just, love that she, she knew she knew or she at first <laughs> we don't know like, if she I'm knows psyching it she's out. like I'm just she gonna was, walk out of it she was yeah. she's like I was psyching she it did out. her best with that, that but I great, agree that was her that was a great if set piece for her I had directed that scene I would have done the exact same way but when she said really I probably would have popped one of them in the back of the head I swear <laughs> to god I just yeah. like I, that added umph of the camera hold I, I can't I do think the heavy metal concert was it was it was kind of a strong girl moment because it was like it just felt like a dude fest that they were kind oh, of they, 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 they broke rock. into it and they just they they kicked ass and yeah. they kicked ass way more than any of the rockers and it was the so first I, time they captured the the ghost in the box i mean the container cool. yeah. and the ghost little in the you box. know that was kate's I kind mean, of moment where she like yeah, threw she it actually, out and she looked very cool though notice that she like threw it out she had her foot on the pedal kate looks so awesome in this she's she she's cool. the mo closest to a superhero I like the debarge she, moment she has she that was a funny joke oh, i liked it <laughs> sorry to debarge in there was like weird 80s music reference 80s music it was like really bad music in this film, right? It was like, did you guys 80s? hear the like reboot of the song, like the Fallout Boy? I mean, oh, that no. is like the worst thing my ears have oh, ever heard. Wait, there was no Ray Parker. Life. Ray Parker Jr. There was didn't no do a cameo, Ray Parker, and I oh, never no, thought I would they, beg they for Ray Parker theme, Jr. But, they but they I would the beg. Theme again and again. They, they used did. His they theme used again it. And the melody, his yeah. time. But um, dun, dun, the one thing, the last thing I want to add for fun and games is that we had two girl chat moments. Which, Which is something that the guys in it, the original guys in Ghostbusters have these like guy chat moments where they're mm -hmm. sitting around. Remember, there's actually a scene where they're sitting around eating Chinese food, and he's like, "I'm gonna need some money to take uh, take out." Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. To take out um, Gosh, you have a good Sigourney movie. Reaver, and he's like, uh, "No, we're out of petty cash. You know, this is it." When, when Ray and this Winston are driving in the yeah. are driving in the Ecto uh, yeah. mobile on the bridge, and they're mm -hmm. talking about life. Yeah. Like right if, before, like all hell. What if the loose? dead are rising from the grave? Yeah. 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 Judgment yeah. day. Judgment yeah. day. <laughs> so then, but so, so the, the the girls do have these like girl chat moments, and that's when we hear Aaron's back backstory of the eight year old. With the yeah. scary old lady ghost yeah. over her, I really wish that had come to fruition later. That, like that had that setup had paid off. You later. needed a picture of that ghost that she sketched in her little yeah. journal and yeah. have the fruition, you know, and have her deal with it. it and, yeah, that yeah. Been have her come to it and yeah. have a conversation with it, and then no like, more. kill it and blow it away. Yep. Yeah. Well, on some level, that's what you want, right? If if you're if you're a child watching Ghostbusters, you believe in ghosts. You you're got the boogeyman. You One of the things Carla that you get out us. of <laughs> this exactly is that you get to blow, kill the ghost. The boogeyman. If you yeah. can kill the boogeyman, and we then, didn't address the boogeyman you know, at that, all. That's and part it's of personal. the, the yep. empowerment. And there's a personal mm -hmm. connection. I mean, that's what the Bill Murray Good and Sigourney point. Weaver relationship kind of did for the original. Right. They took my girlfriend away. They turned her into a dog. Right. Yeah. But here's here's a question, David, and I think it's it's a good one to bring up now because we've kind of put the the structure down, and it's not. I mean, it's it's not great. Like, it's not a paragon of structure. It's but, fine. But here's the thing. Like, the thing that you pointed out that you liked the most was the kind of the banter, the improvisational feel. And if I really get the impression that that's what they were going for, and they tried to set up kind of a uh, 
you know, uh, straw man for that. Yeah. And and the plot was kind of secondary to that because it was just like let's see what these guys do together. And in general, I think people yeah. liked it, but it's it's never going to be a model of story because it wasn't intended to be that. I think you're right. I think Paul Feig obviously does the improvisational comedy set really well. You look at Bridesmaids or The Heat, it's very much the comedian set. They start with a script and they build on it. They do lots of takes. But this had a bigger story that they had to work in. So I think we we got as sort of mediocre from both worlds, not the best from both worlds. Real quick, what was the midpoint, guys? Story experts, screenwriters. This is always the hardest part. I think it's when they put the ghost in the box and they say we're the Ghostbusters. Yeah, they catch their first ghost. They announce we are Ghostbusters. Yeah, and it, and, and going with kind of Christina and my kind of split B story, oftentimes mm-hmm. the A and B stories yeah. intersect at the midpoint and that would work too because that's when they have some credibility. We've caught a ghost. Like we got we got this. That would be your guy's midpoint. Mm-hmm. No, yes. see my, my, but, but not mine. The other midpoint is because I'm, I'm probably agreeing with you. Mayor mayor believes them on the first catch, but then calls them a fraud. So mm-hmm. it's like take they they remember the hotel at the end of the hotel episode. They're yeah. like, yeah, we have it. But the mayor's like, that's great, but we're gonna have to tell them that you're a big fraud. Right. So that right. that was my. Well, I think those point. are related. I think those yeah. are connected. Yeah. I think they're, they're basically very, yeah, the same. They're, I think yeah. for, for I that, would buy that for that ending. I would, I would go ahead and say yeah. Yeah, for that ending, I think that's a that's a good midpoint. But for the other A plot, the ghosts invading New York City A plot, it's uh, the vortex theory being discovered for me when they uh, figure out that they have these ley lines. They do they do the crisscross the mm-hmm. of all the mm-hmm. places. It was it's kind of like a very cheap sort of Da Vinci Code exposition scene yeah. where they're uh, they figure out that oh this guy is uh, that something happening at the museum is causing the ghosts to be there. And then the next set piece is the going to the Mercado Hotel itself, um, and they start to uh, they start to f- they figure out they find Rowan there. So they they start coming face to face with Rowan the antagonist. Also, we get the great cameo from Annie Potts at the oh, hotel, yeah. right? So cute. <laughs> Where yeah. she answers the Yay. phone, she's like, "What do you want?" She does her famous line. Yeah. Well, and she the ley lines great, are. She does look great. The ley lines were were terrible and corny, but they're in the spirit of invoking like Tobin's spirit guide. Oh yeah. Uh, and just like things you've <laughs> never heard of that are gonna give some credibility to this, that, or the other turn in the plot, yeah. which I'm fine with. Like that that sort of thing is Ghostbusters. You know that that's a core value. So be good, for goodness sake. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Somebody's coming. Um, the bad guys close in. I'll, I, I want to speed know. through it so we can talk more. Uh, the set piece of the Mercado Hotel. Uh, please help, help me out if I skip anything. They discover the antagonist, Rowan, uh, the guy, the actor, right? Um, uh, the actor played by uh, uh, what's Neil Casey. Name? Neil Casey, who disappears. That was a that was a storytelling mistake for me. When you once you once you took the actor out of it and you put him being possessing. Um, Other people. Thor, you know. Stop uh, saying Thor. Because that's who Just he is to me. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Once you, once he's possessed. Okay, we had way too much possession going on in here. It starts to get ridiculous. It becomes like triple mumble jumbo. Like that's true. We only had two possessions in the first one. D- right? But, Rick but they were all. Yeah. There is yeah. no yeah. Dana. Only Zool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The keymaster yeah. and the gatekeeper. Right. That was so, it. And that yeah. was that was meant. I mean, that was, was made a lot of sense. They yep. obeyed the rules. So. 
Also, the character, Rowan, his face, the actor never appears. It's like they dismissed him from set. They're like, you're wrapped halfway through this movie. <laughs> so, I, you know. Wait, or if they had left Rowan and Abby and Aaron eventually had to save Abby, you know. You could have more of a romance Yeah, it would have worked Absolutely. better. Right, Kevin could have been. jumping from body to body He could have been an idiot and he could have saved Abby. They could have had a kiss or something. Or no, he could have shut her Abby's down. We could find out Kevin's McCarty. gay. Like, yeah. that would have been funny. <laughs> Right? You're going there. No, I'm just saying if, if we had left the possession in Abby, mm -hmm. then Aaron would have been saving her best friend. She would have had further to go. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Versus the hopping. And Bad guys close in. Um, we have sludge through the plumbing at the Chinese restaurant, and Abby gets possessed. Yet another possession. This was one of the, <laughs> this is one of the rule breaking. Uh, this was not in the original rules of Ghostbusters that Ghostbusters themselves can be possessed. Was that? In, did they have that in Ghostbusters too? Like the um, oh, the, the sludge made them angry, human. but it didn't possess them. It sounds like something oh, they probably yeah. did in Ghostbusters. It was the only scary too. movie in this uh, a moment in the movie, when right? She gets when when she looks into the drain, there's some kind of sound that kind of draws her to the sink, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. And she goes into the the bathroom and she's like looking in the sink. I mean, it's like the only scary. Really, genuinely she scary moment. She was kind of creepy when she came out with that those dimples, but she was like throwing people across. I was like, "All right, I yeah. would be afraid of her." That, yeah, that that possession and cool and it. the early stuff, the ghost hunting references. I think, That's and cool. I want to go to your expertise on <laughs> horror because <laughs> Ghostbusters was very early um, comedy horror. paranormal. Was it? No. Horror. It's very much paranormal comedy activity. Horror. It was. I know it was we comedy. We Exorcist already. Oh, okay. So Exorcist started it. I don't think. I don't think it was comedy. Was it? I mean, I remember seeing the seeing the commercials when I was a kid and thinking it was horror, and then I saw it and I was like, "That's not horror." It's horror light. When he gets. It's not horror at all because even the logo. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know. I don't think it was horror. I think it was comedy. It's like hotel. Uh, seventy two nine five five. What's that movie? You know Transylvania six five thousand. Thank you. Well, no, <laughs> but that's nice. why this reboot is that's PG too. You know, yeah. it's not horror. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying but that it has elements. I mean, I think it's like like Beetlejuice element. or something. Exactly. Beetlejuice. You know, like those, Actually, those are Beetlejuice was scarier than the old Ghostbusters. Certainly. Certainly. True. Well, Tim Burton yeah. still still I mean, had they his kind edge. of had that. I thought that that beginning, Creepy. that little prologue at the Aldridge Mansion, was a little bit of a lost opportunity. They could have Absolutely. been really scary there. That was a who who was on Crimson Peak with me. Uh, we were, we were us. Us. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Remember when we were talking about you know it being a haunted house and it having a being a, a what a Victorian romance so or a, a gothic, gothic romance? romance? Yeah, we had that opportunity like in the mansion early on. And it didn't go anywhere. Douglas yeah. Fairbanks. And I thought he would have died. Story. Like he yeah. went into like he the stairs broke. He fell into like this pit, right? I don't think it's Why a was he it's alive? Scooby-Doo. Every Scooby-Doo <laughs> yeah. has Scooby -Doo a monster, but it's based in horror. And Scooby-Doo is comic Well, yes, if is. you think okay. of Rowan getting, you know, getting in, you know, inhabiting uh, a Hemsworth, I mean, that's pretty much Scooby-Doo right there. It's not <laughs> him. Yeah, it's super Scooby-Doo. He was all excited about his body. Yeah. Thank you. It's Scooby-Doo. It was the groundskeeper. It was the guy who worked at... Yeah, it was the janitor. It was the yes. janitor. Okay. All, right. All is lost. Rowan takes back his machine. He sets the ghosts free. Oh, yeah. no. uh, Rowan possesses Liam Helms Hemsworth, which is mm. the best thing I found for Whiff of no, Death. No, he kills himself is the Whiff of Death. Ah, yes, He, of like, 
he electrifies himself, himself. Some kind of proton. And somebody's like, we didn't see that coming. Right? Yeah, it was a little darker. Yeah. Um, Crazy janitor. That's right. That's a good whiff of death. <laughs> Dark Knight of the Soul, um, Aaron, that moment where Aaron asks the mayor for help and gets, pulls the table is kind of a Dark Knight of the Soul because she's like, oh, you know, we need help, you know, and no one's listening to them. Um, the building blows its green top, a great homage to the, the uh, original. The break the in the th uh, to the bad guys close in for the original. Mm -hmm. um, they, Aaron gets separated from the rest of the Ghostbusters. That's a good all is lost. And uh, Slimer appears, eats the hot dogs, and steals. They're Ecto-1. Which turns out to be really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, which is Someone's going to drive around the nuclear device. It might as well be Slimer. Yeah. And, yeah. and his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. Slimette. Do we have a, girl, a name for her? Yeah, I think Slimette works. Oh, she, my God. That's like Bride of Chucky, Bride of Slimer. Bride of Slimer. I love it. Yeah. Uh, she had a hair. That was yeah. terrible. Why did she have to have hair? It was a bouffant. It was a little hairspray-ish. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. N us now would think that the first Ghostbusters, and this is giving you a little concession, mm -hmm. it's not spooky at all, but I have to put myself back in my early 20s, and I will admit, until Bill Murray or Rick Murray, uh, Moranis did something goofy, I did have jumps. I was startled. Like the librarian it scene started, at yeah. the beginning the of the movie continually yes. startling. set piece, and they did so, that yeah. here, too. The opening set piece was a little bit scary. Yeah. Although, the opening set piece in the original Ghostbusters was scary, scary, like yeah. jumpy scary. It was. And this one was more like Goosebumps the book scary. <laughs> Goosebumps right? is hardcore. Is it? Okay, I haven't actually read them, but I thought <laughs> all the CG in this was pretty, like... I liked it. Goosebumps G-rated. Well, what do, you, what do you expect with slime? And ghost, just a little name, scarier. Name you, something you with CG that knocked you off your off your pants that you're calling the Mad Max. Well, to this some being of the mediocre. stuff in Crimson Peak, like remember the 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 the, the, the 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 peak itself being alive and almost being fleshy, and that was that scary. was gore. The color, that's okay, a color gore, palette. Yeah. I think I wanted a little you more. You want gore. less green, a you little bit more. Yeah, less, less green is what you wanted. He did you no, he didn't want. No, there was too much slapstick for me. I think. No, not slapstick. Oh, splat Splatstick. She just made something up. This is we got I love, love splatstick, not slapstick. Deal. All right, break I into three quickly, that. and then we're gonna sum it up, everybody. Uh, the Times Square, the military show up, which we didn't need because in the original the police showed up, and that was cool because the police were cops. They were like men yeah, in blue. The, the, yeah, yeah. The the NYPD uh, shows up, you know, and which were heroes iconic. in New York, and they like they 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 wall off the uh, the streets for the Ghostbusters, and they say get out of their way, and Ecto One becomes like the the thing, and the whole city is rooting yep. for them. Yep. Um, Actually, that's kind of good mm -hmm. that it was military, considering the current climate yeah and in the first one we uh new york police department they're their own kind of iconic like they're not like other police departments yeah. a new york police officer was much different than yeah. your average Absolutely. police officer so i think that was the balloons lucky. this was more an original thing to me the possession of the balloons oh like, the macy's parade yeah that was a great innovation dead that was, balloons that was coming new back. york and it was different and was we get cool. the stay puffed reference what did you guys that think of that that was cool. a great set piece yeah that was great my daughter's gonna be afraid of that parade now yeah so then but, um, but none of it had any emotional energy at this point no. like no, we're not we didn't because none of them were were the the uh the hovering ghost above aaron's bed that, that's what yeah. that's i had the no history with these yeah. people or the city Wait, was the Stay Puff kind of evil? And did it didn't it have well, a frown again. in the original? The Stay Puff was kind of demonically. He was. He was spooky. Scary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I thought of the only thing from my childhood that can never hurt me. I mean, that's pretty much what yeah, he exactly. says. What Ray Stan says. You know, mm -hmm. Mr. Stay Puff. 
Oh, you're right, because he... Okay. They, that they, was he tried to think of... Stay puffed marshmallows around Camp Laconda. the form of the traveler. And that's why picked it. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, final fight on number me. one is okay. the building, the Mercado Hotel. We have the dance moves that they cut. That could have been awesome. Let it go. I can't. Really? <laughs> I, want, I wanted the Bollywood sort of ending. Times Square nice ghosts the fill the city. They're not trapping any ghosts. I kept wondering. They're not trapping any ghosts. They're just shooting them. They're just, yeah, they But were. they do have all the cool new weapons now in our final fight. Uh, it's kind of talked about style. the glove, Dirty by the way. Hair. That was like the a 90s reference. Shh. It was like the Nintendo the power, power glove. glove. I, mean, I love pretty much that. that thing. That's great. I'll make it I did write one of my notes was kind of an Avengers army ending versus the superheroes yeah um holtzman oh they had that one great moment cat with uh, kate mckinnon's holtzman they uh, uh the the slow motion like action it oh was, yeah she had slow mo yeah it was like samurai it was so <laughs> cool it was like um it was like a, a 300 or something she's killing ghosts left and right that coolest moment for me yeah that um we got slimer partying with his girl Ugh, in ecto one and then we have the second ending uh the uh firing at rowan rowan becomes um the, the logo. The logo. Gigantic logo. Right, which was an interesting way. If you're going to say, oh, i got to replace Stay Puffed, you know, actually making the logo mo but more horror-y. He was scary. He's he kind of creepy. He had a bow tie. Yeah, eh. He kind of looked like he was made of cloth to me. Yeah. I, it was, was weird. It was a little weird. It, it made scary. me think of what, what logo I would less want to see, like, personified and turned into a monster and attacking New York City. Yeah. So I think the George swoosh Bush. would be the worst. The tail <laughs> the on the swoosh what? would be intense. You what could take swoosh? out, like, five blocks. Like Nike? Yeah, the Nike oh. swoosh. Yeah. Oh. Just, I don't know. When they burn his face, though, finally, he started to look scary. The same way really. Stay Puffed yeah. in the original. He looks like a marshmallow man just stepping Didn't on things. And then they yeah, shoot him, and he, he gets angry. He had that grimace. He has that yeah, grimace the that whole that time. Yeah, burn beard. Yeah. That, and then they take him down, and then... Uh, they blow up Ecto One, but it doesn't. It's not pulling him into the uh, vortex fast enough, and so they all shoot him in the nuts, right? That so works. That was and they're like, "That's that what you works. meant, right?" That's how you end a feminist classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I mean, that's yeah. It's, it's sort of hack. Monster Squad, kick him in the nards. Wolfman doesn't oh, have nards. Boom. Monster Wolfman Squad. Man great has nards. Reference. Yeah. Wolfman has nards. Turns Wolfman out. Wolfman has nards. Yeah. Um, and there then the third ending, uh, Aaron jumps into the vortex to save Abby. Poltergeist homage. Poltergeist. Uh, it was about friendship. Um, they came out looking like Powerpuff Girls. What happened? What yeah. happened with the oh, hair? Oh, the, the, the yeah. white hair. Why well, did they have like, white hair? That was still Poltergeist. So Winston came out with Zedmore little, the, in the original has that great line where he goes, one? you know, to the mayor. He's like, look, I'm not one of them, but I've seen shit that'll turn you white. Yeah. That's not the only thing I thought that. of. Well, it, but and at the end of the first one, like half of them are encased in that kind of marshmallowy, you know, Stuff. kind oh, of. Right. So, so the they, they've kind of been transformed. Them. So it, I felt like it was that, but it was their. Joe Beth Williams, Poltergeist. When she came out with her daughter, she had a splooge of gray hair. Splooge? Uh, splooge. I, I don't know. A streak. But they were yes. like, how long have we been gone? Which was really yeah, exactly. <laughs> 50 years, yeah. 50 a plant seconds. is president. Was, was that, was that <laughs> oh, a that, that Donald was a Trump line. reference? That was a good line. <laughs> <That> was, <so laughs> was a plant as president? That was a great line. All right. Um, okay. Let's wrap it up. Given our conversation, yep. uh, what is your takeaway on Ghostbusters? Uh, we'll go in reverse order. Yep. No, um, no. No? No. I'm going to go. I'll okay. go first. Do it. Um, given our conversation, I, 
I, I really think there was this movie. I, I'll agree with your original comment that uh, among reboots, this was you know a two out of three. It had a lot of it. I there was a lot of opportunity to originally um, to make it more original and new. There were great moments like we talked about that were reinvention, but um, like uh, the rock star moment with the ghost on on Leslie's head and. Um, but, and, and some of the comedy was, 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 was funny and all of these, uh, comics are extremely talented. I missed the New York aspect. I didn't find a heart, um, in this story as much as I'd like to have, but I love Kate McKinnon's character and I could have watched her all day and I love that she got like her own like badass fight sequence at the end of it and that made me happy. Also, I don't know if you guys stayed for the post- Yep. Credit sequence, to the end. To or the Patty's Zool. listening to the the. Zool. She's listening to the what is it? Some kind of audio What's from sh- from subspace or whatever, thing. and it says Zool. She's so like, guys, cool. what what's Zool? What's <laughs> what's next? <laughs> who's la- last takeaways, guys? Uh, who, who's next? It's okay, I'll just you. do it. My yeah, takeaway yeah. is this. Um, this is a strong set of women. I'm happy it's done. I want everything to be remade with women. Um, I do feel like they their camaraderie could be worked on, and I think it's just going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a strong set of women to have done that in the first place. I do also feel like there should be a little bit more groundwork in the structure and getting us to a point where we feel totally satisfied that someone got somewhere or resolved something deeper than what happened here mm-hmm. but i think this is a good jump off and a good as we have killed too many times saying this homage it's, it's did what it was supposed to do now it can move forward yeah i, re- I saw i saw a website that had like the 49 uh easter eggs of ghostbusters and, <laughs> and so that's that's I've a good sign what does that mean 49 easter eggs? like that was there's that many homages that one website could find i have my own list but you know do you really do yeah I didn't even, wow. I made a bunch of homage lists. I'll post it on the podcast. Yeah, I want to see. Alka? So, you know, for me, this was as successful or as unsuccessful as the original. Stop. (laughs) I know, I know. We're going to get hate mail. I'm saying saying to you, the original was not good. It's like wanting Caddyshack to have an Oscar. This is not good. I wanted to like it more, (laughs) and I probably did. You know, the thing is, I did like it more than the original. I think there was a lot of talent up there on the screen, Mm -hmm. and I felt, um, you know, behind the screen. I mean, Paul, let's, like, the heat. Uh-huh. Spy, he's a good writer. Yeah. He's a good Bridesmaid. These are he's really, really great comedy. And they're products. all are they R rated? Spy is they're it? all yes, but yeah. spy, spy is R-rated. Oh, it's wow, so okay. R rated. So all these women know how and to do so R rated. But really you know, well, yeah. even like these people who do high comedy at a very high level, yep. they need a few uh-huh. more drafts. Yeah. You know? These scripts are like this is a half baked idea to begin with and it's like it's half baked again. You know, Jeremy. I I think um, I I liked it. You know, I'm I'm a fan of the original. Sorry, I, I think the original <laughs> I was. Don't you know, apologize. You top, and the rest of yeah, the top Humanity. ten of the eighties. Um, yeah. and and I think that this did enough to kind of hold our interest and keep it going. Um, I think that this movie was burdened down by the need for homage, uh, and that you know having a cameo from uh. pretty much every and and I'm fine with that, but it got it out of the way. And and actually, the, the comparison we I would make... We can have both. You can, but the comparison I would make 
is to uh, the the latest Star Wars, where they had so much to make up for, they went super homage heavy to try to say, okay, we're gonna give them what they want, you're, and, then we'll right. for, and then we'll go from there. You're right, and and it's satisfied, but you know, we ended up having the exact same plot as A New Hope. Right, right. right. We had a but Death Star. Just just yeah. to to reinforce this point, the last two people I've got, you know, every every person who shows up in the movie by you know, in terms of where they show the up, cast. the last two are Ernie Hudson and Sigourney Weaver because we just need to squeeze yeah, those last two in there, in. and that's fine. But now and we've gotten we've executive gotten that taken producer, care of. Though. Let's find like a role for one person from prior movies you know one bill murray cameo that actually works and yeah. is, is and let's fun. write him a joke uh yeah let's give him a joke because that would be a good, good he thing was to so do. dead but, serious yeah. like the, what a waste but the that whole thing serious. is unburdened now and that's that's the thing i'll take away from agreed it. yeah yeah i want to thank my screenwriters <laughs> tonight applaud yourselves uh, i want to thank adorama and jesus gutierrez uh, the script is produced by David Negrin, edited by Zoe Alexander. Please join our Facebook page by searching for NYC Screenwriters. Follow us on Twitter at Script Feed. Uh, you can support the Script Podcast at patreon.com slash the script. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps. And subscribe to the Script YouTube channel. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>